Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of Soccer, Foot and Football. This is season two, episode two. And as you know, this season we are discussing Antifa in the world of soccer. We're analyzing different clubs, uh, different ultra fan groups, and trying to see where Antifa is involved and just comparing different clubs and their initiatives and, and what, they, uh, work, what they work on and what they seek to accomplish. Uh, and so today we're going to talk about AS Livorno, so a Serie C team in Florence, or close to Florence, I should say, uh, Italy. It's actually, Livorno is a port city um, west of Florence, um, and it's a, a team that usually is between Serie B and Serie C, but sometimes make it all the way to, to Serie A. So I didn't actually know much of anything about this club uh, originally. And it uh, came on my radar when I saw this this flag on social media that combined the uh, FC St. Pauli logo, so that one I recognized, obviously, and it also had um, the Celtic FC logo um, from the Glasgow Celtics, and then it had part of a third logo that I didn't recognize, and the three logos were mixed together into one flag. And the flag said, uh, Siempre Antifascista, so anti-fascism. And the third logo turned out to be IS Livorno. So I started doing some digging and uh, immediately became interested in the club. So one of the first things I came across was the uh, joint Celtic and Livorno Antifa Facebook page, uh, which derives from an actual pact that IS Livorno and Celtic FC fans have, which is called United Against Fascism. It feels kind of strange to have a one of the top clubs in, in Scotland and, and the Serie B or Serie C team join forces, but they were united by their their, their fight against fascism and, and joined a group, um, and I found their, their Facebook group, which pretty blatantly says, you know, we're against fascism, racism, and imperialism, and goes on to describe that that they're trying to, quote, highlight all that is great about our two clubs and unite both sets of Celtic and Livorno fans under our shared political stand against fascism, racism, imperialism, and to promote international solidarity with comrades around the world. So a strong kind of quote from the get-go, really establishing what um, this group of fans is about, and you can clearly identify a couple a couple key words that point to to anti-fascism and and extreme left politics. I mean, they they blatantly say you know we're against fascism and racism and and imperialism, but also just uh, the use of the phrase comrades uh, just points to to extreme left um, politics. And the page is not anything to to ignore. I mean, it has. 12,700 followers so quite a large number of people following just this this one Facebook page and that's not including you know the the fans that that are a part of it but but aren't on social media for for whatever reason um and also just fans that are a part of it that that don't want to to identify themselves on on such a platform but um Antifa is really nothing new for for IS Livorno fans, in, in terms of their 
their identity. You know, they didn't wait around for social media to to become a club that is really synonymous with with far left politics and and Antifa. Their identity actually arguably dates back to the 15th century, so the early 1400s. Um, Greater Florence built a, a new port, which would later become the city of Livorno, and they passed laws to welcome merchants from any nation, uh, which was, you know, very progressive laws for for the 1400s. And they let in minorities, including Jews, Turks, Moors, and Persians, into their city to really become a diversity hub. And, and the port really became that. It had people coming from all over, uh, some people staying longer, some people um, just there for to make use of the port and, and leave again. But it really set the tone for, for what the city of uh, Livorno would become. And that's diverse and that's uh, left-leaning politics. And in, in some cases, that's uh, Antifa. And so fast forward about 500 years to, to 1915. And that's when Ice Livorno is founded. And you could fast forward another six years. And that's when the Italian Communist Party uh, was established. And it was actually established in the city of Livorno. So that's already two strong links to far-left politics all the way back to the 1400s. And also the fact that the Communist Part- the Italian Communist Party uh, originates from that very city, which is um, pretty exemplary of, of the, city's, the city's politics. So since since then, really, the the city's identity and and the club have have really been intertwined. So uh, their stadium was actually built during the fascist regime in Italy, so uh, around World War II, and even was originally named the Stadio Erasiano Mussolini, which is pretty uh, ironic, I guess, when you when you think about it, for the stadium to be to be named after Mussolini, and now the club is. Everything else about the club is is anti-fascist, and of course the stadium has been renamed since. Uh, But the architecture of the stadium itself is still very fascist. It's very block architecture, uh, exactly what what you would imagine, um, kind of big and uh, and blocky. And the fans actually enjoy that architecture, not because it it points to fascist ideals, but rather because it points to humble beginnings and it shows that it doesn't matter they don't want the new fancy thing uh what matters to them is, is their identity which is clearly not fascism it's anti-fascism and so ultra groups started forming pretty pretty early on um but it wasn't until 1999 that they really became organized uh as the brigate Autonome Livornese, or BAL-99, which I will refer to them as BAL-99 from now on because that's much easier to say. Um, And although the group is not entirely synonymous with Antifa, its communist and and left-leaning ideals are are pretty clear. So uh, they celebrate Joseph Stalin's birthday every year, which sometimes leads to, to controversy. Uh, they use the the hammer and the sickle on on tifos very often, so very communist symbols. They fly the red star on their flags, um, and most iconically, they they sing the World War II resistance chant of Bella Ciao. Uh, and if if you've watched um, Casa de Papel, 
then you'll know what chant I'm talking about because uh, they play it um, multiple times. And it's a, it's actually a World War II resistance chant um, for communist ideals in, in Italy. And the fans sing it uh, at a lot of their, their games and because they're, they're proud of the communist history of the city. Uh, they embrace it. Um, and they actually embrace it through a term uh, that I learned called uh, campanilismo. Uh, which I just butchered, but essentially it's a sense of identity, of pride, and of belonging to the place of your birth. And they really um, sh- demonstrate this. They they are proud to be from Livorno, and they believe that their club represents their city and their political ideals. So again, we're going to fast forward a couple years, and, and BAL 99 has is actually somewhat diluted. Uh, they had some bands and some stadiums and and some leadership uh, issues, and so it diluted, but it actually got got replaced with groups such as Curvanor and Visitors 1312. Now, (laughs) Visitors 1312 may seem like a very conspicuous name, nothing to do with far-left politics or, or anything like that, but actually 1312 is the numerical code for ACAB, which stands for All Cops Are Bastards. So, although BAL 99, the original kind of extreme left ultra group for uh, Livorno doesn't really exist anymore, there's still plenty of fans, plenty of groups that have taken that initiative and still uh, play around with that identity. Uh, and that's that's inside and, and outside the stadium. So, uh, back when BAL 99 existed and, and other groups now really take initiative to, to fight for causes they believe in. So... For example, they, they fundraise for disaster relief. So they did that when uh, Aquila was hit with an earthquake in 2009, uh, but also um, fundraise for Haiti when Haiti was hit with uh, various uh, earthquakes and, and tsunamis. So kind of expanding their, their community as well. But uh, of course, some of their initiatives are a little bit more controversial than, than fundraising for, for disaster relief. So they fly the Palestinian flags uh, to, at multiple games, but specifically they, they had a lot of Palestinian flags out when they played against an Israeli club. Um, there are stories of ultra members being thrown in jail for rioting at away fixtures. Specifically, they don't get along with, with Lazio, Inter Milan, or, or Hellas Verona fans due to, to their prominent extreme right fan groups. But uh, So they, they tend to to not uh, treat each other very well, just like we discussed with the the FC St. Pauli fans, there there's there is violence in, in ultra groups, and to do with that information what you what you wish, um, but it's it is the unfortunate truth that there there is uh, some violence, but they do get along, however, with with various other clubs, which which I found very very interesting, and this kind of goes back to to the introduction and how I discovered uh, Is Livorno. They actually have a triangle brotherhood with uh, Olympique de Marseille and Aika Athens, which, again, like why is a Serie B or or Serie C club connected to and have links with a League One team and a uh, Greek team, and it's their identity. Uh, the Athens and, and Olympique de Marseille have rich and interesting um, far-left ultra groups 
and even Antifa groups that wanted to connect with with IS Livorno and and they formed a triangle brotherhood so they have the triangle brotherhood they also have a connection with with Celtic and and St. Pauli and and you can really start to identify a network of these clubs or rather the the ultra groups working together uh, because of their their common identity and common political goals so I think this is going to become increasingly important as we study the impacts of these groups and and how they they influence politics i mean if they're organized enough to to reach out to each other and big cities like athens like marseille like glasgow like these are highly populated cities that have political importance and some of them are even capitals we can really see that that perhaps the ultras uh, have an impact on on everyday life and and international affairs so that's definitely something we'll we'll continue to explore but that's about everything I wanted to cover for Ice Livorno. Um, go go Google them. Plenty of interesting stuff to, to find out about them. Um, go on YouTube and check out their fans singing Bella Ciao. A very interesting um, clip as well. Uh, but yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, should have another episode related to this topic in a couple of weeks. Um, so that's it for me and have an excellent rest of your day.